And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. Granby's Green Acres, starring Gail Gordon as John Granby. Oh, John Granby had a farm. With B. Benadaret as Martha Granby. And on that farm he had a wife. Louise Erickson is Janice. With a daughter here. Harley Bear is Ebb. And a hired hand there. Oh, John Granby had a farm. Now, Mr. Granby plants a crop. You know, the funny thing about people. Farm people work hard so they can save enough money to move to the city. City people work hard so they can make enough to move to a farm. And between the two, who do you think makes out best? The moving companies. <laughs> now, you take my boss, John Granby. He was a city fella. Bought this farm here in Doveville. Don't know the first thing about farming. Gets excited at the least little thing. Martha! Martha, where are you? Oh, I, I'm out the kitchen, John. Well, come here, quick, quick. John, what's the matter? Did you hurt you? Martha, look. What is it? A potato. <laughs> Well, th th that's nice, dear. Nice? Martha, do you realize that this is the first potato? Oh, John, I'm sure that there must have been potatoes before this. <laughs> I, I mean, it's the first one from our farm. You know, Martha, I feel the same way about this potato as I did when Janice was born. <laughs> oh, that's silly. Janice had more hair. <laughs> Martha, Martha, you just don't understand what this potato means to me. It's the first step to security. That's why I bought this farm, to have security. Well, you had security when you were working in the bank. John, maybe you made a mistake in giving up your job. Oh, but I had to. I couldn't have gone on working as a bank cashier for one more day. I had to get out while the getting was good. John, they weren't going to examine the books, were they? <laughs> it was nothing like that. You know I've always wanted to buy a farm, and when I make up my mind to do something, I don't change it. But, John, maybe you're not cut out to be a farmer. Doing things like plowing or, or, or breeding hogs. Or... And why couldn't I breed hogs? Remember that time you bought Janice those two rabbits for Easter and you were going to breed them? Well, what about it? That wasn't very successful, was it? Well, it wasn't my fault. They turned out to be brothers. <laughs> Oh, Martha, I, I must say, say that, that we... Is anything wrong? I heard you rush into the house yelling for Mother. Oh, there's nothing wrong, Janice. I was out in the field, and I found a potato. Oh? Well, what were you looking for? 
I wasn't looking for anything. I just happened to find it. Then I guess you can keep it for your honesty. <laughs> Janice, your father's very proud of that potato. It's the first thing that's grown on the farm. I don't know why he's so proud. He didn't plant the potatoes. There were ten acres of them here when we bought the farm from Mr. Parker. The only thing Dad can take credit for is the other 130 acres with nothing growing on them. Janice, I'm going to grow things on them. What? Potatoes. We're going to have 140 acres of potatoes. Goodness, all that starch. <laughs> Dad, do you think potatoes are a good crop to raise? Why, certainly. Parker told me that when I bought the farm from him, and he's a pretty smart man. Besides, I didn't rely on his word alone. I wrote to Washington and asked them to mail me some pamphlets on the subject. Oh, John, you shouldn't have done that. Why not? What these days, President Truman has so many other things to do. <laughs> yes, yes. Look, I've made up my mind to plant potatoes, and I'm going to plant them. And when I make up my mind to do something, I don't change it. Well, John, do you really think potatoes are a good money crop? Martha, there's one thing you've got to learn. You can't just think of farming in terms of dollars and cents. The love of the soil is important, too. Now, you take Mr. Calvin down the road. He's been a farmer for 50 years. He's gotten up every morning of his life at 4 o'clock, worked his land in good weather and bad. And why? For the money he could get out of it? No. He loves the soil. Oh, uh, by the way, Dad, uh, Mr. Calvin was here to see you this afternoon, but you were down in the barn. Oh, what did he want? He wanted to show you his new Cadillac. Uh... Cadillac? Imagine buying an expensive car like that. Well, is there really that much money in potatoes? Well, of course. Why, Dad, a... Mr. Calvin is a wheat farmer. Oh, <laughs> well, so he's a wheat farmer. John, does anybody else around here grow potatoes? Well, They uh... all grow wheat and corn. <laughs> then why are you going to plant potatoes? Well, because I... Well, Martha, I told you, when I make up my mind, I don't change it. But, John, these other men have been farming around here for years. If they grow wheat and corn, there must be a reason. There is. They've never done any research on the market prices the way I have. They're too busy. Yes, driving to the bank in their Cadillacs to deposit money. Yes. <laughs> well, they'd have even more money to deposit if they knew what I know. Potatoes are stable. Wheat and corn are speculative. I'll show it to you in black and white. It'll be in the morning paper here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, here we are. Commodity prices. Trading on the Chicago grain market was very active today. Wheat and corn showed a strong upward trend. But what else does it say? Cadillac stock went up four points. John, you better hurry up and finish your breakfast. Yes, it's almost daylight. Oh, I've got some day ahead of me. I've got to do the milking, plow up all the potatoes and plant the wheat. Yes, you have it. Plow up what potatoes and plant what wheat? Well, after sleeping on it and thinking it over, I've decided that wheat is the only crop to plant. Oh, but dear, last night you were so convinced about planting potatoes. Why, you even said that Mr. Parker told you that potatoes were the best crop, and you said Mr. Parker was a smart man. Oh, well, maybe I did, but what did Parker ever do that showed he was so smart? He sold you this farm. <laughs> oh, I... Oh, there's Abe. I'm going out and do the milking. Oh, good morning, Eb. Morning, Mr. Granby. Well, come on, Eb. We've got a big day ahead of us. Let's get over to the barn. Right with you. My foolish heart. 
opened the barn door. Good morning, Bossy. As soon as we finish the milking, Eb, we'll get to work. You want some help with Bossy? Uh, no, no thanks. I've been milking this cow for three months, and I think I can manage. Whoa, whoa, whoa Bossy. Whoa, whoa. Now, let's see. Uh, where do I start milking? The best place is somewhere between the tail and the head. <laughs> Very funny. Let's see. Oh, yes. Yes, here it is. Now. Huh? She isn't contented. Mind if I make a suggestion? What? Use both hands. I am using both hands. Yeah, but not on one uh, faucet. Oh, all right, all right. Looks like you're holding on to a baseball bat. Leave me alone. I'll get started. Well! <laughs> well. <laughs> now I'm hitting on all eight. Four. <laughs> Don't be so technical. Hey, but haven't you got anything else to do besides standing there and criticizing me? Well, I guess I could go and weed the potatoes. Uh, that won't be necessary anymore. Why? The weed's going to stop growing? Of course not. You don't have to weed the potatoes because we're going to plow them under. Oh, the government paying you to do it? Nope. And you ain't learned much about farming. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Ab. Where are you going to plant? 140 acres of wheat. Corn's better. I said wheat. My mind is made up. When I make up my mind... <laughs> Okay, I'll be right with you, Bossy. <laughs> You're welcome. Ed, how long will it take us to plow up those potatoes? Three weeks. Three weeks? Why? We ain't got a tractor. Well, where can we get a tractor around here? All right, all right, Bossy. There. <laughs> Say, you might pick up a tractor cheap at the Henderson place. They're auctioning off his farm today. Well, let's go over there right after I'm finished milking. We'll do that. Okay, bossy, okay. And after we get the track rib, you can start plowing while I go into town and pick up the wheat seed. Bossy, will you stop nagging? I wish she'd learn how to do that by herself. How do you do? I wonder if you could help me. I'm looking for Kimball's feed store. Oh, this is it. Yeah, yeah, this is it. It's a little hard to find the first time because my sign blew down. That was in 1902. Well, yes. Well, I'm very interested. <laughs> that was the year we had the big blow around here in Doveville. Never forget that. Oh, I had the sign hang on the post in the front porch of the store, and then along came this tremendous wind. Oh, I remember looking out the window and seeing Miriam Harkness crossing the street and trying to hold on to her skirt. I never did see the sign go. 
Well, that's all very interesting. I found the sign the next morning, though, and I nailed it back up. Oh, it looked kind of silly there, hanging there on the post of the rest of the building lying on the ground. <laughs> well, that's the Yes, very... here's quite a blow. Never see a pair of purple garters without thinking of Miriam Hartman. <laughs> If you don't mind, I'm in somewhat of a hurry. I want to buy some wheat seed. <laughs> Certainly. Oh, oh, see, you're the city father. Bought the old Parker place, ain't you? Uh, that's right. My name's John Grandy. Glad to know you. I'm Will Kimballs. You're John Grandy. Uh, yeah. John Granby, John Granby, John Granby. I kind of like to repeat a name several times to get it kind of fixed in my mind. I've been in business for 40 years, and I've never forgotten a name. John Granby. John Granby. Ah, there it is now. Now, I'll never forget that your name is... Uh, your name is, uh... Mr. Kimball. Oh, yes, Mr. Kimball, yes. <laughs> now, uh, what did you want? Some wheat seed, and my name is not Kimball. Oh, I know that. Kimball is my name. <laughs> it's on the sign from the store. Oh, no, 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 no. That blew down during the big wind of 1906. <laughs> you told me that story. Look, Mr. Kimball... I'd like to buy wheat seed so I can get it planted this afternoon. How much you figure you'll need? Well, I'm going to plow up my potatoes and plant my entire farm with wheat, so I'll need enough for uh, 140 acres. Well, then you'll need about 40 tons. 40 tons. 40 tons? Can you break that down into 10-cent packages? Mm, well, uh, No, I... no, 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 I'll tell you what. I'll take a couple of bushels of seed with me now, and you can deliver the rest. Well, that's okay. It's quite a project you're undertaking uh, now. Yes, yes, but I think I can handle it. I bought a tractor today at Tom Henderson's auction. Oh, say, that was too bad about Tom Henderson losing his farm. You know, it's a terrible thing when a man has to sell all his belongings to pay his creditors. Oh, it certainly is. Certainly. Uh, by the way, how did Henderson go broke? Well, it seems to me I heard that he planted the wrong crop. Oh, is that so? What did he plant? Wheat. <laughs> Wheat? Yes, yes, sweet. Now, I'll go and get your seed. Uh, what kind was it you said you wanted? Uh, corn. Ah, oh, it's going to be a good year for corn. Oh, you really think so? Oh, yes, I sold a lot of corn. Everybody around here is planting corn. Yeah, it's going to be an awful lot of corn. Oh, well, now, won't that bring the price down? Oh, probably. Well, I'll get your seed for you in a minute, mister. Uh, mister, well, I'll have the seed for you in just a minute. Oh, thanks, thanks. Everybody's planting corn. Well, that means the market will be flooded with it. But if I were growing wheat... Here's your corn then, seed. Um, I, I'd rather have wheat. Wheat? Didn't you say... Look, look, I came in here to buy wheat, and that's what I'm going to buy. Well, whatever you say, but uh, I'll take this back and get you wheat, Mr. Uh, Mr. Yeah, all right, all right. I, that's a good thing I'm not a Mr. Granby! Yeah, what is it? I just wanted to show you I never forget a name. <laughs> Good. Yes, sir, I'll plant wheat. It's a good thing I'm not the kind of man who gets panicky and is easily swayed. Let them all grow corn. But when there's a shortage of wheat, who'll have it? Me. Uh, here's your wheat. Oh, those bags here are heavy. Hmm. Well, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, well, I hope you have better luck than Tom Henderson. Oh, I never could understand him. He was a farmer for 30 years, and when everybody was growing corn... He thought he'd be smart and plant wheat. Uh, did you say he was a farmer for 30 years? Yeah. Say, do you want me to help you out to your car with this wheat seed? No, thanks. No, thanks. I can manage it. Goodbye. So long. Uh, Mr. Kimball? Yes? Would you mind changing this wheat for corn? <laughs>
We'll return to Granby's Green Acres in a moment. There are a lot of laughs around these Monday nights when Joan Davis comes to CBS to play her role of a madcap, dizzy department store clerk. Yes, Joan Davis is back on CBS with her comedy show, Leave It to Joan. So go shopping with her tonight on most of these same CBS stations, won't you? And now back to Granby's Green Acres. about John Granby. When he makes up his mind, nothing can change it. When he made up his mind to leave his job at the bank, he left it. When he made up his mind to buy a farm, he bought it. And when he made up his mind to plant potatoes, did he plant wheat? No, sir, he planted corn. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. John, John, hold still. How can I rub your back with this liniment? Oh, be, be careful. I must have stooped over 10,000 times today planting those corn seeds in those furrows. <laughs> we'll harrow them the first thing in the morning before the birds get to them. <laughs> well, th- th- does it feel any better if I rub it here? Uh, uh, a little higher. Oh. Uh, oh, oh that, that's... <laughs> What's the matter? That was too high. Dad, is there anything I can do for you? Uh, yes. <laughs> Pour some hot water in this basin so I can soak my feet. Sure. Oh, oh, that feels wonderful. Is there anything else you want me to do for you? Yes, take off my shoes. <laughs> John, you shouldn't have tried to plant all the corn in one day. Well, it had to be done today because, <laughs> Martha, your hands are cold. I'm sorry. Oh, what a day Eben and I had. Oh, that poor old man. John, you shouldn't have worked him so hard. He's at least 20 years older than you. Oh, we were so busy, it never occurred to me. wonder how he is. Janice, why don't you run over to Eb's room and see? He's not home. Oh, where is he? He went to a square dance. <laughs> a square dance? Why, that old fool ought to... Higher, higher, Martha. She's massaging your head now. Lower, Martha. Uh, oh, this will all be worth it. When I harvest the corn, I'll be sitting pretty. Higher or lower? Dad, yesterday you were just as sure about planting wheat. What made you change your mind? I didn't change my mind. I just made a different decision. Take my word for it, corn is the crop. Oh, well, dear, don't you think it's time we went to bed? Uh, In a minute, I want to get the weather report. Janice, will you turn on the radio? All right, Dad. But I hope the battery holds up. Program for this evening. This is Columbia Station for Jonathan County. Now, here's tomorrow's weather forecast. Clear and warmer. Lowest temperature around 51. Well, that's great weather for corn. And now, a last-minute roundup of closing commodity prices on the Chicago Grain Exchange. Ah, this is what I'm interested in. Wheat hit a new high for the year, while corn showed a strong downward trend. Shut it off. How do you like that? I wanted to plant wheat. Then why did you plant corn? You shouldn't have changed your mind. Janice, you know that when I make up my mind, I never change it. Do I? Well, do I? Please, let's not have these awkward pauses. <laughs> oh, hello there. It's good to see you again, Mr. Uh, Mr. At once and for all, the name is Granby. Oh, I remember. Never forget a name. 
You know, I do it by association. What was I talking to you about the first time you came in here? The big wind you had in 1902. Exactly. Now, whenever I want to remember you, I think of the big wind. <laughs> Mr. Kimball, I came in on business. But of course, what can I do for you, Mr. Wind? They were... <laughs> you see, I didn't forget that time. <laughs> no, no. Mr. Kimball, I'd like to exchange the corn seed I bought from you yesterday. You didn't plant it? Oh, yes, I did. These were left over? No. Oh, did you find some in the barn? No. Then where'd you get these? I dug them up. <laughs> I, I'd like to exchange them for wheat seed. Oh, then you've changed your mind. I never changed my mind. Well, Mr. Uh, Mr. Remember Wind? Wind? I thought your name was Granby. <laughs> forget it, forget it. What about exchanging the corn seed? Yes, but they're secondhand. I really have very little call for you, seed. Well, maybe you could allow me something on them. Well, Mr. Uh, well, Mr. Uh, you're new here. These things do happen. Now, I'll exchange them for you this time. Oh. Let me pour this corn back in the bin, then I'll get the wheat seed for you. Mm-hmm. You'll, uh, you'll notice, Mr. Kimball, that that seed looks just like new. Yes, it does. It does. Uh, didn't my wife do a good job of washing it? Oh. <laughs> Did you say your wife washed the seed? Yes. Is there anything wrong? No, but next time... Yes? Tell her not to use so much starch. <laughs> Be careful. Well, I'm rubbing your back as carefully as I can. Oh, what a time we've had. Picking up every one of those corn seeds and then planting wheat. Oh, you poor dear. You and Eb have worked awfully hard. Yes, I'll bet he didn't go to any square dance tonight. No. He's in a Charleston contest. <laughs> Charleston? Ooh, ooh, that's, that's enough, Martha. All right. My back's beginning to feel better. It doesn't hurt me anymore. You won't have any trouble sleeping tonight. No, in fact, I'll probably sleep until it's time to harvest the wheat. <laughs> Dad, I hate to bring this up, but doesn't wheat have to be weeded and cultivated? Well, let that Fred Astaire I've got for a hired hand do it. Uh, uh, turn on the radio. I want to hear the market report. Program for this evening. This is Columbia Station for Jonathan County. Now, here's today's farm news. On the Chicago Grain Exchange today, corn rebounded upward from yesterday's low, while wheat dropped sharply. Oh. John. John, you look so pale. Speak to me. Rub my back. But, John, you said it didn't hurt anymore. I know what's coming. Hello, Mr. Kimball. Oh, hello there, Mr. The name is... Don't tell me that. I never forget a name. Mr. Oh, skip it. Oh, yes, Mr. Skip it. Say, haven't we been having wonderful weather? Oh, the sky's been so clear. Has it? I haven't looked up in days. Where shall I put this sack? The sack? What's in it? Freshly laundered wheat seed. You mean you pulled out the wheat? What kind of a fool do you think I am? Do you think I'd make the same stupid mistake twice? I only pulled up half. Half? Yes, I finally got this thing figured out. I'm going to plant half my acreage in wheat and half in corn. 
then no matter what happens to the market, I'll be covered. Boy, now you want to exchange half of the wheat seed for corn. That's right. Well, all right. I got some corn seed right here in the bin. Oh, are you sure they're good? Well, they're the ones you brought back yesterday. I don't want any second-hand seed. But I... Look, Mr. Kimball, do you want my business? Don't forget I'm going to be farming around here for a long time. Well, sure, yes. Mr. Gandy. Well? Would you mind paying cash? <laughs> Well, now that I've got half the farm planted in wheat and half in corn, I'm through. You're not going to change your mind? I never change my mind. Just see. Well, I'm glad you finally settled your problem. Poor Eb, I'm afraid he wouldn't be able to take much more of this. I bet he didn't go dancing tonight. No. He went to the wrestling matches. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's being sensible and resting. He's not resting. He's wrestling. <laughs> Just forget, Eb. Janice, uh, turn on the radio. Are you sure you want me to? Why not? Tonight I haven't got a thing to worry about. I don't care what's up, corn or wheat. All right. And hogs remained about the same. And on the Chicago Grain Exchange today, <laughs> corn was down. So what? Wheat was down. Uh, what? Soybeans up. <laughs> Shoulder. But, John, yesterday it was your bag. Well, you use different muscles planting soybeans. <laughs> How's Eb tonight? He went out again. He did? Oh, my goodness. Where'd he go? Square dancing? No. Charleston? No. Wrestling? No. Then where did he go? To a chiropractor. Ah, <laughs> uh, I knew the old fool was overdoing it. You two thought I couldn't take it. At least I didn't have to go to any chiropractor. The chiropractor's his cousin. He's playing tennis with him. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 my shoulder. I uh, don't suppose you want to listen to the market reports tonight, do you, John? Why, of course I do. Turn on the radio, Janice. Okay. I don't care what's up tonight. Corn, wheat, or soybeans. I've got them all. We're about the same. And on the Chicago Grain Exchange today, yeah? corn was down. Who cares? Wheat down. Good old soybeans. Soybeans down. What? Oh, no. What's up? Red Warbers. Yes, Red Warbers hit a ten-year high today. Oh, my goodness. John, what's the matter? Didn't you hear that? Red Warbers hit a ten-year high. Dad, what in the world are Red Warbers? Potatoes! Join John Granby of Granby's Green Acres after this brief message. Ladies and gentlemen, the highest standard of living, highest wages, and the shortest hours, all this plus the time-honored guarantee of individual freedom. Where else would you find all these advantages but under our American economic system? It has brought more benefits to more people than any other system ever devised. Now back to Mr. John Granby. Oh, John Granby had a farm, Dad. Oh, yes, Janet? This kerosene lamp is ruining my eyes. When are you going to have electricity put into this place? We don't need electricity. 
But, John, we've got all those electrical appliances we brought from the city. It would make housework so much easier. Yes, and it would make farm work easier, too, Dad. Why, you could buy an electric milking machine. With a milking machine, there'd be no more to milking a cow than pressing a button. Pressing a button? Is that the way it's done, John? Yes. Well, that's funny. I always thought you had to pull something. (laughs) Good night, Martha. Good night, John. You have just heard Granby's Green Acres, starring Gail Gordon, with B. Benaderet, Louise Erickson, and Polly Bear. Tune in next week when Mr. Granby discovers electricity. Granby's Green Acres was written by Jay Somers and Jack Harvey, and was directed by Jay Somers. Music was composed and conducted by Opie Cates. This is Bob Lamont speaking. Now stay tuned for Leave It to Joan, which follows immediately on most of these same CBS stations. This is CBS, where Mystery Theater fascinates you on Tuesday night. The Columbia Broadcasting System. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-'em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.